We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Go to the Proverbs, the 15th chapter, and let's look at verse 2 and verse 4. The tongue of the wise useth knowledge aright, but the mouth of fools poureth out foolishness. See, if you're wise, you'll use knowledge aright. The tongue of the wise will use knowledge aright. Verse 4, a wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness therein is a breach in the spirit. Well, the tree of life was in the Garden of Eden. This is the closest thing you're going to get to the tree of life in this life, is the wholesome tongue. Speaking what God says in his word, proclaiming what God says in his word. You come over to verse 23 there. And it says, a man hath joy by the answer of his mouth. Well, that'll tell you why some people don't have any joys, because they're always talking about the bad things. They're always talking about evil things. They're always talking about what the devil's doing. Never talking about what God's doing. Everything's negative. They believe everything they hear on the 6 and 10 o'clock news. And they say the devil's taking the world, and the communists are taking over. Well, that individual is judging the Bible in the light of the 6 and 10 o'clock news, and they're in trouble. But if you will judge the 6 and 10 o'clock news in the light of the Bible, you'll survive, thank God. Go to the 16th chapter, verse 23 through 25. The heart of the wise teacheth his mouth and addeth learning to his lips. You see, when you get the word of God in your heart, it'll teach your mouth what to say and what to speak. Now... If you've never been taught concerning the words you speak, you're probably wondering where all this is coming from. It's all in the Bible. I mean, we're just touching lightly on it. <laughs> you may think that we're really getting hard on it, but we're just touching lightly on it because Proverbs is full of it. And Jesus taught it. Pleasant words are as a honeycomb, sweet to the soul and health to the bones. You know why some people are not healthy? is because they can't get the words right. Somebody said, well, you really think that bone problem could come by the words people are speaking? Well, from this scripture, I'd say that it is emphatically one of the causes of bone problems in the body. Now, you can believe what you want to, but if I had bone disease or bone problem, I would read every scripture in the Proverbs that talked about bones, and I'd do just exactly what it said, because it'd tell you how to get your bones healed. Pleasant words are as a honeycomb, sweet to the soul, and health to the bones. There is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. See, it just seems right sometimes to say, well, this always happens to me. It just seems like that's the right thing to say. Well, I always get sick. The kids always come down sick when we get ready to go on a vacation. just seems like the right thing to say, but it's not. There is a way that seemeth right unto man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. You can speak death and destruction by the words that you speak out of your mouth. Look at chapter 17, verse 22. A merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit drieth the bones. Now, I read somewhere, or heard someone say this, that there are certain types of bone cancer, maybe it's leukemia, that is caused. Uh, the problem is that the bones are dried up. The marrow in the bones dry up. 
A merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit drieth the bones. You hear people praying all the time, Lord, just break me, break me, break me. You don't want your spirit broken. You better quit praying that way, because <laughs> you don't know what you're after. Go over to chapter 18. Get stronger as you go. Let's read from verse 4 and verse 7 there. The words of a man's mouth are as deep waters, and a wellspring of wisdom as a flowing brook. The words of a man's mouth are as deep waters. They're deeper than you think they are. Verse 7, a fool's mouth is his destruction, and his lips are a snare to his soul. A man that does not control his mouth is going to be snared by the words of his mouth, and it will snare his soul. It'll cause you to do things that you would not normally do. And there's some of you doing things right now because you started saying it, and saying it, and saying it. There's some of you saying, every time I eat that, it makes me sick. Well, maybe that has been true for the past five years. But quit saying that. Start saying, thank God, I believe I've received my healing, I'm redeemed from the curse, and I'm saying in the name of Jesus that it does not make me sick. Now confess that for six, eight months. Then eat it with that confession in your mouth. You'll find out that it probably won't make you sick. See, you build that into your system. Now come right down to verse 14. The spirit of a man will sustain his infirmity, but a wounded spirit who can bear. The spirit of a man. See, the word of God gets in your spirit. It'll sustain his infirmity. Now, the Hebrew says it this way. It will hold off or hold in his infirmity. Now, that's powerful. Do you realize that he's saying that the spirit of man can either hold off an infirmity or can hold in an infirmity? A weakness? You can keep it from coming to you or you can hold it in you by whatever your spirit has received. That's why Jesus said, take heed what you hear, because what you hear will eventually get in your spirit. All right, come right on down to verse 20. A man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth. Now, see, he's talking about the spirit of man here. You remember Jesus speaking of the Holy Ghost. He said, you receive the Holy Spirit into your spirit. That's where the Holy Ghost dwells, is in the spirit. Proverbs twenty twenty seven says, the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of his belly. Well, he's not talking about his stomach. He's talking about his innermost being. I believe that he's referring to the spirit when he says, belly here. A man's spirit or belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth, and with the increase of his lips shall he be filled. The spirit man will be filled with the increase of his lips. Whatever you're speaking will get you filled up inside. Then out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Now, the next verse. This one ought to get you. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. They that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. You can put Satan's words to death by the word of God and the words of your mouth. Or you can bring God's word to life by speaking God's word. But you know what some people do? They put God's word to death concerning them by speaking what the devil said. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. There's some people that are dead today because of their tongue. They've spoken things contrary to the word of God. They've killed their faith. They've destroyed their faith. They believe the wrong thing. There is a way that seemed right unto them, but the end of what they were doing brought death. So confession is a way to possession. 
Why does confession work? I've had people, you know, that just say, well, I just don't believe it works. Well, you came too late to tell me that. Let me give you six reasons right quick why confession works. Confession works because faith cometh by hearing. When you hear the Word of God, faith comes. So when you confess and say what God said, faith comes. And I'll give you the scripture for it, Romans ten seventeen. Number two reason that confession works, it renews the mind. Romans 8th chapter talks about it. Romans the 12th chapter, 1 and 2, talks about renewing the mind. Confessing God's Word renews the mind. Now, see, if you pray, and you pray for whatever it is you're praying for, and then you go confessing something that is contrary to what you prayed about, then, see, you're not in agreement. You're not in agreement with that. And your prayer has been nullified by your saying. Number three, it keeps the answer before you. When you confess the Word of God, you're keeping the answer before you. Now, the problem with some of you, you've been keeping the problem before you day and night. You've been eating the problem, sleeping the problem, thinking the problem, dwelling on the problem, because you say, well, I have got a problem. Yes, you really have. You've got a problem, all right. <laughs> Philippians, the fourth chapter, the Apostle Paul says, with prayer and supplication, let your request be made known unto God, and the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. And then he says, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are good, pure, perfect, lovely, of good report, he said, think on these things. Now, see, some of you haven't been doing that. You've been letting your request be made known unto God, and then you're thinking on all the bad things. You wonder why everything works out wrong for you. You wonder why your prayers wasn't answered. You're wondering why all the problems come your way. It's because you're not doing what the Word said to do about it. Somebody said, well, if you just think on the good things, you're just ignoring the problem. No, you're doing exactly what God said in His Word to do about the problem. It'll keep the answer before you. Number four, it changes the heart. Proverbs 4.20 tells you that. Second Kings 4 gives you an illustration of that. The Shunammite woman, she got her heart changed. Mark the fifth chapter, the 22nd verse. Jairus got his heart changed, you see, by what he said, or the woman with the issue of blood did. All right, number five, it sets the law of faith in motion. According to Mark 11.23, Second Corinthians 4.3, and Luke 17.5 and 6. Confessing the Word of God sets the law of faith in motion. Then number six, and not least, last but not least, it puts your angels to work for you. According to Hebrews 1, 14, Psalms 103, 19 and 20, and Luke 12, 8 through 9, and read the book. <laughs> I go into great detail in the book. We don't have time to get into that. And... Uh, you'll find out how to get the angels to work for you. So there's six reasons why that confession is a way to possession and why it works for you, and it's because it is God's will and it's God's direction in your life. God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. Now, before I leave the broadcast, I want to remind you, all this week, our CD offer is CD offer number 7250. It's a talking book narrated by Charles Capps releasing the ability of God through prayer, two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. You know, Jesus put it this way. He said, If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ask what you will, and it shall be done. He also said, All things whatsoever ye ask in prayer, believing you shall receive. 
So we're only limited by what we can believe based on the authority of the Word of God. If you're praying in doubt and unbelief, if you're praying, Lord, I pray, and it's not working out, things are getting worse, guess what? Things are going to get worse because the Scripture says you can have what you say and you prayed the wrong thing, you believe the wrong thing. So it's important to know how to pray the prayer of faith. First of all, find out what God's will is. It's impossible to pray the prayer of faith if you don't know the will of God. Well, what is the will of God? The will of God is His Word. So study the Word of God. Find out what it is that you're asking for. Now James said, If any lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that giveth all men liberally, upbraideth not, shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavereth like a wave of the sea, driven a wind and tossed, let not that man think they'll receive anything of the Lord. In other words, without faith, your prayers are not going to be answered. So it's important to know that faith has to abide in you. Well, if the Word abides in you, faith is there. That's where faith is, is resident in the Word of God. That's offer number 7250. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Caps. Reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.